drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions. Detroit Kool-Aid. D Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, hold on, let me fill up that glass real quick. Drink it in, man. Side of cornbread. Cornbread! Make it a double. Cornbread! Because the Lions are playing great football. <laughs> I mean, we're winning ball games, we're putting up points. Just an absolute dominant win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk all about it. But uh, let me tell you something. <clears throat> hold on, let me, let me say that again. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I got a special guest. I got the man. I got one of my brothers. Brother. Coming on today to talk about the Lions, talk about our trip to Indy, talk about Michigan Wolverines being Big Ten champs, talking about him, uh, you know, pretending to be a wrestling legend and being a legend in Indy. Uh, we're going to preview a big time game against Minnesota. Chops. <laughs> You're back. Are you ready? Let's do this. Woo-wee! Hey, Detroit Kaolaid cast. How's it going? Okri, happy to be here. I feel like I haven't seen you in decades or a day or two, but hey, man, how's it going? Oh, man, it's going incredible. This is going to be a fun show. Some of you probably saw our impromptu, about 15 minutes or so, um, mini Kool-Aid packet pod that dropped, which was basically me and Chops yelling at each other for 10 minutes of that pod about Jared Goff. And uh, Chops, I, I, I think I got you a little heated here. I, I, I just want to play this for those that didn't hear it. Um, you know, did you get a little hot under the collar or what happened here? I don't want your Bula Bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> Goff train. You're off, bro. You're off. So, so Chubby, this is a family show. <laughs> I mean, I got to censor you now. I mean, I'm talking about your quarterback. You're getting all fired up. I mean, that that's funny on so many levels. What what happened, bro? Oh, so first and foremost, I must formally <laughs> apologize to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast listeners. Uh, you got me heated. You got talking smack about my boy, JG16. I got a little hot and bothered. I got a little cursy. I got uh, a little, a little, uh, a little over the top. So fans, Kool-Aid drinkers, my formal apologies. I have been fined by the FCC. Thank you very much. <laughs> But I just wanted to say that I I, I formally apologize. Did I, hang on a second. Did I read the statement? Oh, yeah. My lawyer says that I did read the statement properly. Uh, so, yes, I do apologize. Uh, my, my apologies. Well, Chubby, first of all, there's no reason to apologize. Second of all, what's Bula Bula? And third of all, I mean, goodness gracious, every time we talk about Jared Goff and you don't like what I'm saying, we've got a new drop on the show. You don't get to join the off train you're off bro you're off 
You could tell me to use that anytime you want. You can hit a listener with that if they call up and they're talking bad about your boy. I mean, we will just play that often because I think it's so funny. You don't get to join the <laughs> off train. You're off, bro. You're off. So there you go. You've done it again. You've made a new drop, and I think the people will love that one. Yeah, that's a good drop. I'm not sure how I hashtag that one on Twitter, but yeah, um, you know, hashtag you don't get to join the bleep, 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 golf train. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it yeah, can't I'm not be, sure how that'll work. The hashtag, it can't be not sure, but uh, yeah, no, listen, you know, we, um, we got heated. We were on a great road trip heading down to Indy. Uh, I hope the Kool-Aid listeners had a chance to listen to the bonus pack that we gave them last uh, on Monday night, but um you know, good conversation. Uh, conveniently, you started recording, you know, like 30 minutes into our conversation and got the only the back half, but that's all right. And, um, you know, it was, it was a good talk. So listen, um, you know, you know, I'm going to defend my boy, JG16, Mr. Goff, uh, to anybody, any haters out there. So I had to throw down and do it. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny audio. We, we, we try to entertain when we can. And, uh, and like you said, man, uh, it's all good stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, get this rolling. I mean, no hashtag can be worse than the one that you did on that mini pod. I mean, it was another sentence and a half that you tried to turn into a nickname. So people have to tune in just to hear that portion as well. But, uh, Chad, we don't have any time to mess around. You ever heard me say that on the show? We got so much to talk about. So I want to get right into Lions, Jaguars again. We're not going to go blow by blow. We know you guys watch the game. But this is what I took away. Chops, you ready for this? Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Do I have to get heated up again or should I take a sip of the Kool-Aid? Hang on. I think I think you need to sit down because I got something for you. Jared Goff played great. <laughs> not good. Cool. Not okay. Not average. And, and here's the real clutch. Here's the real kicker. This is the clutch moment for you. Based on this game and the past few... He can throw! <laughs> oh my goodness, hold on. We we got other we got other things for you that I, I know you like on the show. I mean, oh my goodness. We just gotta hashtag it, I think, at this point. Woo! Hashtag choppy liking. <laughs> I mean, what you gotta say about your boy? Played great. Oh my gosh. Man, just you know, I look, I, I'm glad you started out with this topic, but I mean just a, such a complete <laughs> win by our Lions. Um, Jared Goff balled out. I mean, you know, I don't have to give you the stats, but I'm going to, you know, 31 for 41, 340 yards, two touchdowns, rate a one, a 115 rating. Oh, baby. The offense was clicking, scored on eight out of eight possessions. Just, just all over. (laughs) Unbelievable stuff. I mean, I can roll with that quarterback. He looked like he had swagger. He looks like he had moxie. So any of you heard that the pod from, I don't know, two two days ago, two and a half days ago? I mean, I was a little frustrated based on the loss to Buffalo. <laughs> I was a little frustrated. He couldn't get the ball to my boy, DJ Chart. Go DJ, that's my DJ. But that changed this game because he got it to DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. For some big plays from number four. I always forget that that sound drops on repeat. So, I, Jared Goff, incredible. Um, everyone's on board with him based on his recent play. We wanted to get the ball deep to J-Mo here soon so people could see that. 
but he's leading the team. He's throwing spirals. He's throwing touchdowns. He's uh, doing what you got to do at the quarterback position. So I absolutely love what he did in this football game. There's no reason to argue for 30 minutes about it. But, Chubby, what might you say if people aren't on board with Jared Goff? What might you say if they don't like your boy, JG16? Hold on. Hold that thought. I got I got an answer for you. I don't want your Bula Bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the Goff train. You're off, bro. You're off. <laughs> I'm not off. I'm on right now. That was a tremendous performance. So let's keep it rolling. Tell, tell me about DeAndre Swift. Am I the only one that thought Swift looked like Swift? Am I the only one that thought Swift was running Swift? Was I the only one that loved that spin move going backwards to the side pylon, diving across the goal line for a tug? I don't think so. No. I mean, look, he, he looked really good today uh, or on Sunday, man. It was like, you know, Jamal has been kind of that goal line, been that goal line hawk, but man, you know, Swifty looked nice, man. 14 carries, 62 yards. Uh, he looked he looked like himself again. He was able to get in the end zone, which was a nice a nice run. And uh, man, I'm happy. Look, he is. Look, we know that Jamal Williams is is going to be that hammer, um, but we are a totally much much more complete running team when we have the hammer and we got the shifty Swifty. Oh, there might be a hashtag there, folks. All right, let let me ask you this real quick because we gotta we gotta so much to get into, but I don't think I have your take yet. Are you resigning Jamal Williams? Oh, baby, I think Ooh. he wants to be here for the for the for this years to come. I think he wants to get to taste that sweet Honolulu blue Kool Aid all the way to the playoffs, all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I'm resigning him, man. I. I I was a little leery. I didn't know if he was going to be asking for a big bump bump, but man, I, I want him. I want him back. I want the hammer and I want Swifty to be shifty and uh, let's go because we are just better with him. So yeah, pay him. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh man. Drink it in everybody. Drink it in. Uh... All right. I-, I talked about my boy, DJ chart. He-, he showed up. I did put a tweet out saying I'd like to resign DJ at the right price. Got a lot of feedback, a lot of blowback, to be honest. People, ah, oh, he's been hurt too much. Oh, let him go somewhere. Oh, you're not going to get him at a good price. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, this guy's talented. He's young. And here's my thing. If you watch the video after the game, you got a game ball. Dan freaking Campbell showed him some love. And guess who else showed him some love, Choppy? His teammates. His teammates love him. And they ask for a speech. And what was his speech about? His teammates. He loves them too. And he loves Detroit. So that's the guy I think we should keep around, man. I like what he did. And I was glad he showed up on the stat sheet, put up some numbers against his old team. I loved all that. I mean, just talk to me a little bit about anything else you got on it. Because I feel like this was exactly, if you go listen to last week's pod, at the end, I said this is going to be a dominant win from start to finish. I had it as a 10-point plus dub. The Lions won 40-14. to 14. I mean, this was exactly what the doctor ordered on so many levels. It was one of those games you could coast in. It was a ball game we haven't seen in a decade or so, I feel like, with this team. We dominated on offense, on defense, on special teams. I loved everything about this ball game. 
Yeah, uh, look, Oak, man, we, again, you you don't can't, you can't get any better than going eight for eight on possessions and scores, right? So, and, and the thing that keeps getting, you know, overlooked a little bit here is the defense only gave up one tutty to T-Law, one touchdown. I, I mean, like, they, they were just great. They were fantastic. They were all over him. We, we, I just, I can't even, it wasn't, it was the most complete game I think I've seen this team play in, in a really, really long time. And, uh, and you know what? It, it came at the best, it came at the best time, right? Like Jacksonville is a suspect team and we did what we should do against suspect teams. We took them to the backyard and we whooped their asses. And, you know, I, I think it was a great confidence booster going into the Minnesota game. So we just got to keep this momentum going, man. Just, just great to see them play good, meaningful football in December. It was, it was a complete win. Great, great job. All right, a couple quick things as I normally do. First of all, T-Law is a horrible nickname for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is not T-Law. <laughs> you know, that, that, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't sound good. I mean, this guy has got the greatest hair in all of football. It's almost like too good. It almost looks like soccer mom-ish hair. I like the player. I think, again, people are way too early to just beat up on this guy. But, Sean, we just got to help you out again with the nicknames. I mean, they're just out of whack. I mean, T-Law for Trevor Lawrence, no. Secondly, don't get me hot here before this first segment talking about meaningful football in December is what we want. Oh, yay. No, <laughs> this should be expected. This should be something that just come. We're, we're, we're not trying to, that's not our objective. We don't put that on the wall. Like Michigan didn't have a goal before the season. Let's play important games into November. No, the Lions need to have bigger goals than that. Of course we love how they're playing, but don't give me that. I was hoping for meaningful games and look, and now I'm going to throw a, p- a big party about it. No. Okay. Baby steps, bro. How many wins did we have last year? Okay. When Not was the last many. time we played meaningful football in December? Been a it's while. A, it's, I didn't say it was the goal. I said it was nice to see. Just it like nice last year, you know, you want to bring up the Michigan reference. The Michigan team, their goal Brother. last year, and they said it, was to beat Ohio State and make the playoff. They weren't even ready to get it. To get it. This year, they're like, yeah, beat Ohio State, check. That wasn't even the goal. Win the Big Ten, check. That wasn't even the goal. Winning in the playoffs, winning the natty is the goal. So you got to have baby steps, bro. Like, we w- you know, we had two wins last year. Now we're playing meaningful football in December. I'm not saying it's the end all be all. I said, it's a good step next year. Super Bowl or bust baby. <laughs> all right. All right. As long as you're not pulling the uh, Sheila Ford hamp, which is like, I hope we're competitive somewhere after Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, that's, that's nice to see, but that's obviously not what this team is pointing towards. And I know Dan freaking Campbell, Brad, Holmes um, and company are uh, <laughs> are have bigger goals than that too. Chops, l- l- let's get into this, brother. Well, let me tell you something, brother. We we made our way to Indy, and before we did, <laughs> you hit me up and you're like, "Okri, I think I'm going as Hogan," <laughs> and I fell off my chair. Then you shot me a photo of you in this Hogan getup with the muscles, with the headband, with the sunglasses, <laughs> with everything you could imagine, and I could not stop laughing. I knew it was gold from the get-go. You threw this thing on once we got our tailgate going. The people, hold on. And the people <laughs> consist of the millions. 
and the people know that there's the millions and millions of the Kool-Aid drinkers that enjoy the show, but there were millions and millions of people in Indy that could not get enough of you in a Hogan uniform, us repping Michigan Wolverines. Absolutely incredible time, incredible tailgate. I mean, you tore it up, brother, and uh, it was great. Brother. Oh, it was such a great day to be an indie man. And, you know, you you had the ultimate compliment to the Hogan uniform. You had the championship belts all decked out in, in uh, maize and blue. You had the nice block M. You had some nice, beautiful decals on those belts. And uh, they completed the package, man. So it was a lot of fun to walk around FanFest and go into the convention center. Um, you know, I may have cut a promo or two here and there, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, Michigan mania uh, may have been trending on Twitter. Uh, there may have been random videos of people just like just videotaping Hogan grilling randomly, like brother, uh, no explanation, nothing, uh, you know, shots with kids, shots with girls, shots with grandmas, shots with huge wrestling fans. I mean, pictures galore, videos galore. Um, you know, I, I, I think you said it best, like, there were two stars of the show. It was the Michigan Wolverines and it was uh, Hollywood Hogan. Brother. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you guys can find it on Instagram. You can find it anywhere on the socials. It's out there. Chop's doing his thing. And like you said, the, the, the best, I mean, we had it all done up right. Not only was the tailgate right with the food, the music, um, having fun with the fans, but uh, the belts were all decked out with that Block M, which were incredible. And these weren't the chintzy Kmart belts. These were the real deal, if you guys saw the photos we put out. And then to me, the clincher, too, was me walking around with you almost like here's your mascot bodyguard. But I had a backpack on. We were just playing Real American, Voodoo Child, NWO remixes, um, Yelling Brothers. I mean, you were cutting promos, as you said. Um, it was something like we should probably not be doing at our age, but it was just so dang fun and it was all for our team. And then to get that dub, raise another big 10 championship. I mean, gosh, uh, it was just, it was just incredible brother, brother, brother. Yeah, it was, uh, well, let me tell you something, brother. It was fantastic to be an indie. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was, it was a lot of fun. And the biggest thing is that our Michigan Wolverines went there and took care of business, right? You know, people were saying, oh, the spoiler makers. Yeah, stick it. We are <laughs> Big Ten champs, back-to-back, headed to the playoffs. Bring on the horny frogs. Uh, we're ready to go. We got bigger things to win now. Like JJ said, we ain't done yet. Brother. But Hold on. We, I know people didn't come here to listen on Michigan, but we got a few more things to talk about. So, like, I thought it was a great crowd, man. People were rowdy. You know one of the most – fun things I like about going to a game is a rowdy crowd. Now you didn't have the costume on in the stadium, which is okay. But, uh, the crowd was hype except for the few bums, the few confused people, the few people that were, I don't know, repping this team. Hey, listen, Ohio state sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they forgot that they were vanquished. Ohio State is vanquished. They even had signs thanking other teams for their wins or for their their luck that they had fallen into. I mean, it's a uh, it, it was pretty it was pitiful if you ask me. It was absolutely pitiful. That was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We I mean, that that was ridiculous, don't you think? I I will okay, I will never ever understand some jabroni 
going to a sporting event and wearing apparel for a team that is not even in the game. Like, okay, yeah, you know, you go to a a Red Wings game and maybe you got a Pistons hat on, or you got you go to a Lions game and maybe you're rocking a a, a um, you know the the winged wheel. But like to go to Michigan Purdue and wear suckeye red makes absolutely no sense at all. You sir are a J hole and just get out of the stadium. It just doesn't make, I mean, well, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. Like sell your tickets. You're not in the game. You haven't been there for three years, pack your bags and get the hell out of Indianapolis. Cause Michigan mania runs that place. Why, why, why are you showing up in your stupid Buckeye gear looking like a freaking idiot when Michigan is pounding the spoiler makers. I don't understand it. I will never understand it. Ha- Kool-Aid drinkers, don't be that guy, okay? Please, <laughs> don't be that guy. So right. insane and so retarded. Ch- Choppy, I got a special request. I know you basically, we both could not speak after we got back from this road trip. Our voices have somewhat come back. Sounds like you're somewhat there. Can you give the people, can, can you cut a half promo on, on those jabrones and talk about how Michigan mania was running wild? Oh, Okri, I knew you were going to ask me this, man. And it, it doesn't feel right because I don't have the Hogan glasses. I don't have the Hogan stash, but hang on. Let me, let me. All right. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, brother. Michigan mania is going to run wild all over Indy this week. Let me tell you, Purdue better say their prayers and take their vitamins, brother, because Michigan mania, the Wolver- new Wolverine order is intact, brother. There you go. Uh, incredible. Too bad I didn't have the music on key. But um, the only other things we want to mention is is we did run into uh, the legend that is Lexi there, which is crazy because she said she was going to be there. They were throwing this huge party and uh, we, we could not connect. And then we we're leaving the game basically to go down and and for the celebration. And we're walking the concourse. And sure enough, Choppy just randomly sees at uh, go blue Lexi 117 standing in the concourse, you know, 60 plus thousand people. We just happened to bump into her, which is absolutely nuts. Uh, couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been more on point with her sports takes while we ch- chatted. Gave us a ton of time to talk ball and, and whoop up our Wolverines, which is incredible. I also want to shout out the jerks who, who threw the party. Now, they weren't jerks at all. They're tremendous people. I met Mr. Jerk. Great guy. Great guy. I mean, Chops was just the, the biggest thing that hit their party, I think. Uh, it was jumping, but when Hogan came through, I mean, it shut it down, to be honest. But uh, they call themselves the jerks. I thought they were wonderful people. I mean, two other great things. And, and Choppy, as you said, TCU is about to get it. So, um, you, you know, I think I'm ready. I, I think I think we're going to take them down to their knees. They can't handle me. They ain't tough enough yet. They ain't tough enough. There's no question. I'll put him down to his knees, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. <laughs> Shout out Beetlejuice and Howard Stern Show. Those are three great jobs for what Michigan's about to do to TCU. Yeah, Okri, it was great to meet Lexi at Go Blue, Lexi117. Oh, she's just fantastic. Uh, such a down-to-earth Wolverine fan. Uh, you know, she just loves her team. She loves to give people a business. If they uh, if they give it, she's going to take it. It's great. 
Um, and just really cool to chat with her and randomly run into her in the concourse. And yeah, yeah, the jerks, man. Like they were, they were great. We walk up, you know, Mr. Jerk walks up. He's like, oh my gosh, I got to do a shot with Hogan. And I'm like, bring it on. And then, you know, like four other people come up. Oh my gosh, we got to do shots with Hogan too. And I'm six shots deep and they only each had one. And, you know, it was, uh, it was, but it was great. Mr. Jerk was awesome. Real, real nice people there. And uh, made me feel welcome, uh, even though they had no idea who I was because I was, you know, rocking the Hogan outfit. But uh, but yeah, it was a great tailgate. Super fun to see them. You know, we just actually randomly happened to have a parking pass for the same lot they were in. So it was meant to be, baby. And uh, what else can you say about the Horny Frogs, man? They're going to get they're going to get taken to the woodshed. What I just said about TCU actually kind of goes back to to Lexi. Go blue. Lexi one one seven. I mean, if you don't come strong, I mean, she's going to let you know that you can't handle it. They can't handle me. They ain't tough enough yet. <laughs> they ain't tough enough. If you talk smack, or if you're from that state down south, she will bring you down to your knees, buddy. I'll put him down to his knees, buddy. Exactly. And, Chops, I know you understand, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to do the drop in your, in the Hogan voice. Some anyway, everybody that's out there, they're like, I'm tired of this Michigan. I don't care what happened at your tailgate. We get it, but hopefully that entertained because it was a tremendous time. You had to be there to see the flocks of people um, just wanting to take a picture with Hogan. You had to see that ball game. That stadium was was jumping, and our team's winning. So, Chops, man, I say we take a break, get our great sponsors in here, but I don't want the Kool-Aid drinkers to go anywhere because we're talking about the Lions getting healthy we're talking about this team moving forward we're talking about lions vikings ford field we, we might even have some twitterverse to get into i mean so much to do on the back part of the show man you you ready to get into all that oh okri we got to take a break we got to thank the sponsors and then there's just a ton more content that we're going to get into so everybody should stick around listen to the listen to the sponsors and get ready to have your glass filled maybe a double, maybe some cornbread, and be ready on the back half. Everybody, we'll be right back. Drink it in, man. Cornbread, cornbread. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You can put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills 
by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back. Hopefully we entertained you. We got you all hyped talking about that beat down. That we gave the Jacksonville Jaguars. Talking about our ridiculously insane, stupid, but super fun road trip W for the Michigan Wolverines and all that ensued there. And, uh, yeah, we know we got a big-time segment here uh, talking all types of things, especially this Minnesota game, which is going to be big. So drink it in, everybody. Drink it in, man. You know you got to pull that cornbread out of the oven. Cornbread! One pan. Cornbread! Two pans. And uh, now we're ready to go. So, Choppy, I'm going to throw this at you. I just want to know your opinion. I mean, I feel like the Lions been getting healthy. What do I mean by that? I mean, jury coming back. You know who that, you know who that is, right? J-U-U-U-R-R-Y-Y-Y. Jury Jacobs doing big things. Mr. Okuda, his running mate, the tandem that's out there balling. Mr. Okuda and Jury doing things on the outside. Then you got J-Mo, Jameson Williams showed up. Again, he was barely out there. It was a little disappointing. Uh, they said they were going to play him a gunner. They didn't have to because they didn't punt. Um, I think he's just going to take big steps forward, uh, just getting his feet under him, as Dan Campbell said. This week against Minnesota, we should unleash... Romeo. No, wait, that, that just didn't sound right, did it? Unleash Hutch. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that's going to happen along with the music. I mean, this has been happening all year, Choppy. We're talking like five, six sacks now for him, three sacks for Houston. There's a problem. He's the problem. But now we got Romeo, wherefore out thou getting healthy. Choppy, tell me about all these boys coming back, the rest of our team being healthy, our skilled players helping out Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift feeling good about why that's helping this team not only win ball games, but possibly, I mean, should, should I even throw it out there? Uh, what the hell? I'll do it. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Jim Mora, I'm not kidding you. Choppy. We're healthy. We're rolling. You talking about playoffs? Okri. Okri, I am talking about playoffs. We are getting healthy when it matters the most. And look, J-Mo, you know, I would have liked to see him out there a little bit more. But, hey, I trust these guys. They're going to, you know, I think they're going to progress him in week after week. He's an immediate game changer. He immediately helps every facet of the game. Um, Of course, we got, you know, hopefully we'll get to see Romeo uh, back this week. We need to get a little bit more pressure on the quarterback. I mean, Hutch can only be unleashed so many times, you know, six sacks, two interceptions. uh, But he needs a little help, my brother. Uh, you know, so let's get some Romeo wherefore out though. Romeo, hopefully on the field this week. Um, you know, they're getting our corners back. Jury and Okuda are huge and let's just stay healthy. Let's not lose any big players. 
And I foresee that we are going to rip off a bunch more wins here, starting with this week in Minnesota. And yeah, we're going to be talking about playoffs? Playoffs? Absolutely, I'm talking about playoffs. Let's do this. All right. So, so first of all, Choppy, again, the people that have been longtime listeners will, will enjoy this take. Um, basically, you just repeated everything I said almost verbatim. You tried to throw in a couple nicknames, but you basically recited my whole big pub up that I did for you. Um, you the only thing you didn't do was ask for the Dan Campbell drop. Unleash. Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. <laughs> Other than that, you did exactly what I did. What I asked you was playoffs. You kind of said yes. We, we need to know for sure. This team's got, what, five, six games, however many left. Like, are they going to run the table? Is this team going to, like, stack dubs? Are we just going to just be the talk of the NFL? And are they going to get into the playoffs? I need the answer now on December 7th here on the pod. Now, Okri, listen. Me repeating back what you said in a different way is just a very polite way of me agreeing with your take. Okay, so cool your jets. Drink it in. Enjoy the fact that I just gave you some kudos and said you made some valid points, okay? Now, anyway, let's get back to this playoff talk. Oak, we're five and seven. We have... Five games left. I think this team can go 10 and 7. And yes, this team will get in the playoffs. I'm looking at the teams ahead of us. I'm looking at Washington. I'm looking at the Giants. Those teams we have wins against. They helped us by pulling out a tie out of their butts last Sunday, which helps us in the standings. The only other team that's kind of hanging around there is the Seattle Seahawks, and they are due to falter and fail. We are going to win and get in. I like it. That's strong. Uh, That's what I like to hear on the pod. Oh, baby! Um, everybody is almost like assuming, talking it up. I I just not only love this way this team is playing, I love their their confidence. I've been screaming for I don't know how many years now. Can, can we finally get healthy and see what we got? I know we got a young team right now. I know we have some talented football players. I know Brad, big bad Brad, excuse me, is making some tremendous picks, rubbing his hands together, looking at that draft board. Um, so I know we have players, but. I think we're finally seeing what this team is healthy, what this team is right now. And I don't see why, too, that they can't make a run at this thing. Will they make it? I'm not even that worried about it. Like, I want it. Don't get me wrong. But if I had to guess right now, it's, it, it might be an uphill challenge because I'm not just chalking up, you know, they're going to run the table. They're going to lose one more ball game. But there's some definitely winnable games on that schedule. So I like your Kool-Aid. I like the optimism. I sure hope they make the playoffs. That would be... A big step forward for this team, no question. Um, Let me ask you this. Can they stay healthy in 2023? Can they keep this rolling? Can they come out the gates healthy? Can they be healthy middle of the season? Can they be healthy down the road next year? feels like most other teams always get a healthy season or two in the mix. I I don't think we've had one since I've been a fan. I really don't. Every year, our top draft picks are hurt. Our big superstars are hurt. I've just been calling, give me a year of health with a good quarterback which sure Goff is showing me he could be, um, or a rookie to replace him who could probably be an absolute ball player, um, and, and let our other skill guys and, every, and defenders be healthy, and I think we could roll in 2023. What do you think? 
Yeah. Okay. So before I get into that, I, I will answer your question, but I do want to say that, you know, this this playoff run, this team has been previewing us for this playoff run, and I know people are going to laugh, they're going to scoff, but if you look back at the games we played in the year, we went punch for punch with the Eagles, the best team in football. We went punch for punch with the Vikings and lost on a last second field goal. We went punch for punch with Seattle and lost by a field goal. We went toe to toe with the Dolphins and only lost by four points. We went on Turkey Day, head to head, Buffalo Bills, people arguably one of the best teams, if not the best team in the AFC, and we only lost by a field goal kicked at the last second. This team has been showing us that they are legit. Now they're turning those almosts into actual dub skis. We are putting it all together at the right time, and we are going to make a run, and I'm telling you we are going to run the table. Now, that being said, let's preview 2023. Oakry, how in the H-E double hockey sticks am I going to be able to tell you on December 6th if we're going to be healthy in 2023? I need to know. I need to know now. Oh, my gosh. You're worried about the health of 2023. I'm focused on playoffs in 2022. I'm thinking about the draft. I'm thinking about the top two pick we are getting from the stink god-awful Rams. I'm thinking all things. I'm not even thinking about health in 2023. I'm thinking about how am I going to unleash Hutch and all these offensive weapons all over the place in 2022, baby. Come on. Don't overlook it. But, Choppy, the Rams just got Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I, I used to do that. I used to rep him. He's still kind of my guy, but that might help us as well, Um, the way he's been playing and struggling. Also, you mentioned people laughing at you, you know, people that might, you know, hate on this team, people that aren't uh, Kool-Aid drinkers. I mean, I know one that comes to mind. You know why? Because I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. Exactly. We don't want you to be because we hate you. We don't want you on our side. We don't want you laughing at our football team. Everybody's in. <laughs> yeah, it's another one. I got to listen all day, every day, Choppy, to these radio bumskies that all they do is come on there with their smug, smarty spin. And Rico Beard is the worst. This guy comes on with that smarty propaganda. He tries to talk like he's the coolest cat in town. This guy sounds like a whiny complainer. And and, and the other thing, well, why is he on the Lions postgame? This guy hates the Lions. This guy doesn't want anything good for this football team. Yet he's on the Lions postgame. So he can talk about what they didn't do or what they still need to do or what he knows they'll never do. Yet they just did it. Yes, they, yet they just won. Absolutely ridiculous, this guy. They want to tell you every time the Lions do something good, they could win five games in a row. Oh, man, you ain't going to be nothing until you win eight in a row. You win eight in a row. I mean, you ain't going to do anything until you win 12 games a year. You win 12 games a year. Oh, until you win three playoff games. This team ain't real. Win three. You ain't going to do anything until you get to the Super Bowl. We get to the Super Bowl. Somehow that's, oh, now you got to repeat. I mean, get out of here with this. These freaking guys. This guy especially. You know why? Because I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. Exactly. Because you're an idiot. Idiot. Drink it in, man. Cornbread! Cornbread! There we go. There, there's my rant for the day. I know people wanted it. So, Choppy, one more quick question before we get to kind of like this Vikings preview and, and a couple quick shouts. 
Do you think we'll get a big time free agent? You think now people are like, man, I want to go play with Dan Campbell. Man, like I think Detroit's on the upside. I think I'm going to go sign there for decent money and make plays, whether it be on defense, offense. You don't got to pull a name out because I know you don't do homework like me. You probably don't have any clue what's going on in the offseason already because you're way behind. But are they going to get a big time ball player? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, you look at people are watching what's happening with the Detroit Lions. We are starting to get national attention. Okay. People watched us, you know, players can say, oh, we don't watch hard. They watched hard knocks. They saw the relationship between the coaches and the players. They saw how these guys all fight for each other. They see how it's translating into W's and how that's pushing this team forward. Absolutely. We are going to be a hotbed for free agents. Yeah, people are going to want to come play with my boy, Jared Goff. And they're going to want to play with this defense, which is up and coming. We're still the youngest team in football, by the way. Yeah, we are going to be a huge, huge destination for free agents. I, I do think, too, that one of the big names will come here. It'll be one of those ones where people are like, got to shake their head or look twice and be like, He's a he's a lion now. Added to all these other young cats. Added to this offense. Like that's gonna be crazy. So I can't wait to see who it's gonna be. I'm not gonna give any names yet. I I, I do have like the 19 or 28 tab Google sheet working doing free agency draft prep. Um, you know, but I'm not gonna unveil that at this point. Let Chubb, let's do this. We still got so much to talk to. So usually I give shout outs. I give people. You know, we've already talked about some of the people on a road trip. All this other stuff. What what I want to do is like sometimes now I've been trying to like bookmark things I see on Twitter that are either interesting content, a good stat, maybe uh just something I saw on Red. I don't do that well at it because I don't know if you guys know, but we're all freaking busy. So like I'm trying to tweet, I'm trying to do the show, I'm trying to promote the show, I'm trying to do everything else we got going on in life. But I do try to hit bookmarks, so I just wanted to do two quick if I can. So this first one was Coach Mike K. I'm glad it wasn't Coach K Mike. That would be annoying because you guys know we can't stand duke um but it's he's at coach mike xctf now he puts this last year my son asked to go to the lions game at ford field so we made the 10-hour trip best sporting experience ever watch the lions dominate the cardinals we decided to make it an annual trip heading to detroit to see them take on the vikes can't Wait, hashtag one pride. I love that, man. Uh, taking his kid, showing out, supporting the team, bringing the energy. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, Okri, it's, you know, look, it's a family affair, right? It's so great to see those young Lion fans getting their first taste of the Kool-Aid, sipping it in at a young age. That's Kool-Aid. Only yes. Kool-Aid for the kids. Yes. Dad might have a little adult beverage, a little brewski here or there, a nice as a uh, as my boy Mickey Redmond might say, a nice little ginger ale. But hey, only Kool-Aid for the kids. But yeah, you got to start them young. You got to get them to the game. You got to get them that crispy jersey. You got to get them into Ford Field. And guess what? Now is the best time to do it because they are about to witness the greatest regime in Detroit Lions history. It's coming. Get those kids to the game. Let them enjoy it and see how this thrives for the next five to 10 years, baby. You had to hashtag that tweet. What might you say? Woo! Hashtag choppy likey. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Hopefully we hear a lot about that on Sunday. And Chops, I pulled this one for you. This is from Tim, who also seems to be a Red Wings fan because it's hashtag 
L G R W. That's at Tim Tam Slam 12. And he writes, Well, 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 what do we have here? And guess what? It's a Detroit Lions PR post that says, Since becoming entrenched as a full time NFL starter in 2017, Jared Goff ranks second in 20-plus yard completions, third in passing first downs, fifth in passing yards, fifth in completions, and seventh in passing touchdowns. Hashtag ProBoVote. I don't know about that. And hashtag OnePride. What do you guys say about that? I can't wait to hear this. Uh, uh, listen, listen. My boy Tim, let's go Red Wings, sounds like a smart, smart man. He knows that Jared Goff, is a top 10 quarterback, maybe even a top five quarterback. He knows that when this guy has weapons and he gets time, he's getting the protection from the O-line, that he can make things happen. And he also knows that when J-Mo's back on the field full time, this guy is going to be unleashed, unfiltered, unstoppable. He knows it. Yes. Love it, Tim. And love your hockey take, buddy. Hashtag let's go Red Wings. I understand, Choppy. I really understand. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. You love Jared Goff. I understand. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. He's your boy. We get it. Um, All right. Vikings, Lions. Coach Mike K and his son are going to be there. Like, let, let's get into this. And again, let, let me do the rapid fire breakdown. J-Mo needs some plays designed for him. Get him the football, send him on a fly route, just throw it up, see if Jared Goff can get it, you know, 40 yards down the field. That doesn't look like a quacking duck. I'd like to see that first and foremost, because it seems like he can throw. So I want to test that out. Second of all, we all know Justin Jefferson's a ball player. I've always thought Dalvin Cook is incredible when it comes to the speed, his abilities. He just is hurt all the time. Um, But those are going to be the keys to stop for the Minnesota Vikings. Don't give me some of their other fringe players. Don't tell me about Kirk Cousins. He's going to be what he is. White milk toast, ho-hum, you know, wannabe big-time quarterback that often chokes when the chips are down. That's what he's going to be. To me, Harrison Smith is the guy that always haunts the Lions on the defense. They used to have guys on the D-line that would kill our quarterback. Now, eh, we'll see. They got a couple linebackers that can do some things, but nobody that ultimately scares you. Don't tell me about Pat Pete on the outside. Guys should be in a wheelchair at this point. He's so old. I know he's talking a big game. Uh, you know, those are just a few things that jump. I got more choppy, but what are you thinking about with this ball game? Give me a couple nuggets. Give me a couple things. Give the people some things to think about. Yeah, I think, look, you go and look at what we did against them in the first game, right? Like, we we outpossessed them, we outgained them, and we, but we didn't make defensive stands that we needed to. We gave up two late touchdowns, and it cost us. So we got to finish strong, right? I mean, I looked back, and, like, Jefferson didn't do Bula against us. I mean, I think he had, like, three catches for, like, 22 yards. Like, like the one of the best wide receivers in football, and he barely – does anything. So we got to put Mr. Okuda on him and we got to do our thing. And uh, I'm not, you know, again, he's, he's going to get his right. Like that's just how it works, right? Those guys find a way, but we've got to just keep playing our game. I don't, you know, and I don't want to hear anything about a hawk revenge tour. Oh, he's going to destroy us. You know what? That, that makes more and more sense every day. Stop. Um, And I don't want to hear about captain Kirk. All right. He's a bumpski. 
We need to unleash Hutch. Oh. We need to, what are we allowed to say, uh, unleash Houston or, uh, you know, rocket Houston. Uh, we need to get oh. to Captain Kirk and we need to make him hurt, okay? And let's get to him. Let's pressure him. Let's let our corners do their thing. And our offense is going to do what they're going to do, right? If they, if they can do, if they can look half of as good as they looked against Jacksonville, we are going to win this game. No questions asked. All right, Chop, I didn't hear anything you said because halfway through your take, I yelled stop like 80 times at you as loud as possible, and you just rambled through your take like you're the guy that calls up that horrible radio station I just did a rant about. First tells how old they are. First then tells you why the Lions will never win because they've never won. And then when the host tries to have a little conversation with them, they just plow through their take just like you did. I said stop because I want to get in this from the GOAT on twitter he shouted us out i pulled this question he wanted to know about the t j hawkinson revenge tour it sounds like you don't think it's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna happen but you know tj wants it to happen he not only left here with sour grapes even though he tried to say everything right he shot down the lions multiple times over there wearing purple talking about man this is the first time i ever had a chance to win anything feels good but like Whatever, he's went there and done the same things he did here. What, like six catches, 60 yards, maybe a touchdown every blue moon. Um, it doesn't do anything to help you win ball games. Just a, a middle-of-the-road, upper-potential-type tight end. I mean, that's what he's shown to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. The other reason I stopped you, Chop, because I wanted to get in the question I skipped, even though we're in the Minnesota preview, because the GOAT on Twitter wants to know, can James Houston catch Hutchins sacks? And are Romeo and Charles going to be here in 2023? So I want to get your take on that, but I'm going to wrap it into Vikings because what if we got, what if Charles comes back? What if Hutch is rushing the passer? What if Houston's getting after? He's got like three sacks and 12 snaps. And what if Romeo shows up day one is doing what he used to, which was what, get double digit sacks making plays? Are those guys going to show up big? Are they going to be players that we cannot wait to have in 2023? Or do you think you're going with the young cats and maybe a few guys gots to go? Now you can talk. Uh, that, that is a lot to unpack, all mixed into a, a Vikings preview. You're, you're, you're talking next year. You're talking draft. You're talking free agents. You're talking who's going to be here, who's going to be here this game, who's going to be here next year. Wow. All right. Uh, let me try to wrap my head around it. Uh the goat on Twitter. No, Houston will not catch Hutch and sacks because Hutch is not going to stop sacking the quarterback. So no, he will not catch him. He will make his damnedest. Keep going. There we go. Play the music. Play the music. I like it. All right. Romeo and Charles Harris be here. Look, I think one of the two of them will be here. Okay. Romeo, wherefore out though, Romeo, you got paid and you have not played. Okay. You played and then you got paid and now you have not played since. So I am on the draft, a stud pass rush edge, big, nasty freak in the draft. That's the train I'm on. Put him on the other side of Hutch. We got some Pascal. Maybe we have some Charles Harris rotation in there, but I can see that either one of Romeo or Harris are going to be gone in 2023, and I want to draft a pass rusher. I want to go back-to-back, number two pick, pass rusher. Hutch and Will Anderson. 
put him on my team and let him dominate for years to come. And again, don't bring up this hawk revenge crap, dude. He's gone to Minnesota. He's got one touchdown. Yeah, he gets a couple of receptions every game. I think he's averaging like three ever since he left us, maybe four, you know, 30 yards, 40 yards. I think he had one game where he broke 70. Like, but he doesn't do it. He's not a game, he's not a game changer. And obviously, like our tight ends that we've rotated in have supplemented just fine for him. So, no, he's not going to come back here and come back to haunt us or rip it up. You know what? And if anything, Kirk Cousins might dial him up and try to like zone focus right in on him. And we're just going to be ready for it. And we're actually going to use it to our advantage. So I hope they try to make a TJ Hawkinson revenge tour happen. And our defense is going to swarm him. Our linebackers are going to take him to town. And I'm sniffing a... Yep, that's right. I'm sniffing another Hutch interception this week. All right, can, can I talk again? No. <laughs> so the reason I had to go back is because you wouldn't let me get in when I tried to stop you with 18 yells. Secondly, I got to get our guy in. Again, I had to call him just the goat on Twitter because we got to tighten up that handle. My, my guy, I mean, I tried to put at, but you had some gibberish after that. So we need a better handle. I, I, I tell the people about it, but I told them we we're going to get the question. I pulled that question. I pulled those questions and I got to get them on the show. I can't skip it, even though we've been known to skip multiple things multiple times, because really we work off a couple bullet points on this show and we just hit record. All right, let's finish this strong choppy. I mean, again, don't tell, tell me about Captain Kirk Cousins. He ain't going to do anything. He's going to be ho-hum. He's just going to be what he is. Uh, We'll see what he does. Uh, do you have anything else for the people for this game? Before I give my big score prediction and get into it, I'll give you one last chance to do a big hoopla, big big 18-minute segment that you're going to run through and say all the stuff you're going to say, because then I get to close the show. Then I get to do what I do for the Kool-Aid drinkers. So do your thing. Hit them up with some knowledge. Give them some stats. Give them some strong takes. And then turn it over to me. Let's go. I mean, you just got done scolding me for going on two huge rants. So now you're like, oh, a choppy, stop that. And then you're like, oh, choppy, do it again. I don't know what you want from me, man. Look, there's nothing more to say than the Lions are going to win by 10 points this Sunday, right? We are going to win 38 to 28. No questions asked. Lions W. The D is going to make the stops when we need them to make stops. The offense is going to click. They may not score on every possession, but they're going to get us down the field. And the defense is going to bring stuff at Kirk that he did not see in week two when we played him. And we almost beat him then. We are a different team. We're a better team. We're going to finish strong. Lions 38. Vikings 28. One pride. Let's go. Another 10-point dub from Chops. Another 30-plus point effort by his boy, Jared Goff. Here's a couple things. We did have him the first game. We not only had him on the ropes. That's a game you got to win. The fact that we gave it away mostly because of number 16 at quarterback and damn freaking Campbell stumbling over his feet, making some bad decisions. This is how this one's going to go down. We took it to them in their house, so now they're coming to our house. They're coming to Ford Field. It's going to be crazy up in there. The Kool-Aid drinkers are going to be going crazy. I'm here to tell you, this is the first game where Dan freaking Campbell is going to make a tremendous call at the end of the game. I don't know if it's going to be a great timeout. I don't know if it's going to be a challenge that's going to be just a genius. I don't know if it's going to be a substitution. I don't know if it's going to be a play that he's going to pull out of his back pocket and tell Ben Johnson, run this now, and this is why it's going to work. 
but he's going to show up big. He's had his moments where he struggled at the end of games or made some bad clock management decisions. All the Monday morning quarterbacks, all the people that think they could run a game perfect all the time, every time, will tell you that every time. But I'm here to tell you right now that this is going to be his game where he's going to take it. He's going to help the Lions get over the hump. There's going to be a lot of explosive plays in this football game. I'm talking big plays down the football field. You guys know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I think it will happen on both sides of the football for both teams. But I see big plays equaling a big dubski for Detroit. I got it 38, 37. Lions at the end of the ball game, either holding on to the dub or snatching it maybe with a field goal or a touchdown late. How good would it be? Deep touchdown. Dan Miller, I need you for this one. Jared Goff drops back. He looks, he looks, he throws deep down the field to Jamison Williams for a touchdown Detroit Lions. Walk off. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get this dub. Let's keep this rolling. And let's head where we know we're heading, Choppy. How about that? You couldn't script it any better, Oak. I think it's uh, – I think you got the you got the Lions score right there, 38. I think we both uh, we both agree we're going to put up some points. So, yeah, let's do it, man. It's going to be great. And, hey, Lions fans, drink your Kool-Aid. Drink your ginger ale. Let's sell out Ford Field again and make it loud. Make it hard for Captain Kirk to hear on – third down let's get loud let's get rowdy let's welcome to our barn in an unwelcoming manner and let's take these vikings to pound town i think we're gonna do this we're gonna bite a kneecap off we're gonna smile at you we're gonna take your other kneecap we're gonna smile at you and when we do we're gonna take another hunk out of you we're gonna be the last one standing all right that's gonna be the mentality unleash hutch touchdown detroit lions oh baby and we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Hashtag choppy likey. Pack the bag, stop the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.